Welcome to the Kick-Ass Fantasy Football League Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 18, and in this episode I will be discussing the Week 15 semifinal round and a preview of our championship game. This kick-ass episode starts in... Another episode of the Kick-Ass Fantasy Football League Podcast. Yes, the Christmas edition. Merry Christmas to everyone. Hope hope you all are having a wonderful holiday. We've had a heck of a matchup this last week. Semifinals were off the chart. We had a close game. We had a game that should have been a blowout. Uh, going one way, kind of a few things fell another way. And we're going to get right to it. We're just going to start right with the matchup. Let me pull it up. <clears throat> I can get it pulled up here. All right, so let's look at round two semifinals. We'll start with the number one seed, the Tennessee Titans, and the number four, Green Bay Packers. We'll start with the Titans. He had Deshaun Watson, 27.15 points. Alvin Kamara with 18.4 Devin Singletary, 17.4. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, wide receiver, 8.9. Michael Gallup, 11.6. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, 11.1. Kiki QT, 14.3. D.J. Moore, 19.2. Tight end Noah Fant, 20.8. And Chicago Bears defense, 3 points. Uh, we go over to the Packers side. Aaron Rodgers, 19.75 points. David Montgomery... 29.2 points. J.D. McKissick, 25.7 points. Leonard Fournette, 21.5. Wide receivers, Devontae Adams, 11.2. So kind of a down week for Rodgers and uh, Adams' connection there. That's kind of a a couple of guys that's carried him many, many weeks there. So uh, continuing wide receivers, Allen Robinson, 12.3. Curtis Samuel, 8.8. .8. Adam Thielen, 9.1. And then his tight end, Evan Ingram, and his defense, uh, Pittsburgh's defense, three points. Now, going into the Monday night game, uh, basically the Packers needed three points to win this game from the Pittsburgh defense, and that's exactly what they got, three points. They pull it out in heartbreaking fashion for John and his Tennessee Titans 158.15 to 157.85 so the Green Bay Packers will be moving on to the championship game next week to face the winner of the other bracket which was the 2 and the 3 Atlanta Falcons were the 2 
the Raiders, uh, Michael, was the three seed. Let's break this one down. Uh, this one was heavily favored in the Raiders' direction going into the uh, matchup. Projections had uh, had the Raiders, I think, by like, I want to say 10, 10, 15 points, I'm, I'm pretty sure. But then things just started to change as the game started to wear on and things got closer and we'll see how it played out. We'll start with the Falcons. Jalen Hurts, he went with the Jalen Hurts start. And we'll touch on that in a bit, but 41.2 from him. Aaron Jones is running back 24.8. Dalvin Cook, 26.9. Uh, Chris Carson, 8.9. Wide receivers, Keenan Allen, 2.6. Kind of got hurt early. Well, he, I think he was hurt previously from the week before. He was activated, but then kind of on a pitch count or whatever, so he didn't really get involved much. Tyler Boyd got hurt uh, early in the game. He put up a zero. Robert Woods, 21.6. Brandon Cooks, 11.9. Tight end, uh, Mark Andrews, 17.6. Miami's defense, 13 points. Let's go over to the Raiders' side. Justin Herbert, 31.1. Running backs, James Robinson, 14.3. Cam Akers, uh, 7.2. I think he got hurt a little bit, was out of the game, came back in. Somehow the Jets beat the Rams, and it... They were trailing most of the game, so it kind of took him out of the game. So only 7.2 points from him. Wide receivers Tyler Lockett, 7.4. Tyreek Hill, 17.4. Uh, Deontay Johnson, 19.9. A.J. Brown, 15.4. Terry McLaurin, 14.7. Travis Kelsey, the tight end, 22.8. Rams defense, 3 points. So this game going into Monday night, uh, you had the Falcons with a... I think it was like a 20 20-something point lead. I don't have the facts right in front of me. I probably should have. But uh and he had Tyler Boyd, Falcons did. Raiders had Deontay Johnson. And basically he needed to outscore uh the amount of points he was down by, which let me let me look it up real quick. Um plus whatever Tyler Boyd uh scored. But Boyd gets hurt, so a zero there. So it, it gave him a shot. He had a shot. Uh, let's take a look at this here. Yeah, uh, 26. Okay, so you, he went in with a 26.2 point lead. Uh, Michael had Deontay Johnson. Jared had Tyler Boyd. Um, so he had a shot. I mean, he he would have needed a monster game from Deontay Johnson, but of course, then Pittsburgh starts to kind of flail a little bit like they've done the last three weeks. They did come on a little bit towards the end. Deontay Johnson scored him. 19.9, but it wasn't quite enough. Uh, Jared's Falcons, 170.5 to the Raiders, 164.2. So, fantasy Dan, as we call him, because something always happens. He just had a couple injuries there. This wasn't that crazy. Uh, I know it's heartbreaking, but, you know, he's had some other crazier things happen to him, but this one is just one of those things where, um, he had, you know, uh, a team that should have dominated the Jets, uh, should have been running the ball all day long, didn't turn out that way. And and then on the other side of it, Pittsburgh, who should have been dominating uh, Cincinnati, didn't happen. But they were still throwing. Deontay did his part, but he just had a couple other guys on this team let him down just a bit. And then, of course, you got you know the Falcon team. Let's go. You know He, he rolled the dice with uh, Jalen Hurts. He had... 
Tannehill on his bench, he had scored 40 points almost earlier in the game, 39.75. He thought maybe he made a mistake, but nope. Oh, Jalen comes through with 338, four total touchdowns, 41.2 points. Uh, you know, Brent in the league kind of was awestruck on this. He he couldn't believe why Jared would start a Jalen Hurts coming on, like his third start in the NFL. I honestly don't think it's that crazy. Uh, and I'll tell you, the, the main reason is because of the rushing yards. You know, if you look at the week before, when we first saw his first start, he had over 100 yards rushing. And I think that upside alone was enough for me. I mean, I, I understand why he did it. You know, if if anybody in that position, who knows if they would have been able to have the guts to do it. But, you know, that's why Jason Jared's won in this league because he can he pulls things off like that. So, um, also the Dalvin Cook uh, trade that I said was probably the league winner uh, is paying off still. 26.9 from Dalvin Cook. The The player that really we don't talk about enough in that trade as well I mean, talk about highway robbery. I mean, he got, not only did he get Dalvin Cook, he got Robert Woods in that thing too. So Robert Woods come through with 21.6. So, you know, Jalen Hurts is, is doing his thing, and he, he could be a, a league winner in and of its own. Just, you know, playing him these last two weeks is going to carry him through the playoffs, and I, I'm sure he's going to play him again next week against Dallas. I would. Why not? Um, But when it comes down to it, I think that Dalvin Cook that uh, and Robert Woods deal um, pretty much sealed it for him, for sure. I mean, if we take two these two guys out of the lineup, I mean, that's that's 47, almost 49 points between the two of them. So, uh, yeah, that's that's a big difference, you know, because then who, who does he plug in there instead? So, you know, he, on his bench, he's got, you know, Galladay's still out. So you're looking at probably a Chase Claypool. That's only 7.8 points, so. And then... As far as a a running back goes, I mean, he may have made another trade or something or something else or picked up somebody else. But, you know, the only guy he's got right now that could fit in there is Carlos Hyde, 14.3. But what do you want to play him with Chris Carson as well? So who knows? Either way you look at it, you, you add that up. And without Dalvin Cook and Robert Woods, he, you know, Jared probably doesn't win this game. So. Uh, I'm just, I'm still going to go down and say that that was the difference maker trade in this uh, in this league here. So for this year, so um, those two guys move on. We're going to have the Packers and the Falcons in the championship game, and when we come back, we're going to break that game down a little bit. Talk about the two players uh, and their history in this league a little bit. So stay tuned for that. <music> All right, guys, we're back. Yes, and we're talking Championship Sunday. We got our season comes down to this. It's it's really hard to believe. I've been saying this for the last six weeks that this season is over. Mercifully, it's coming to an end. I mean, all this COVID stuff. Uh, it's just been a crazy, crazy season with the amount of injuries, uh, the amount of players that are being put on COVID lists that really altered lineups. It's just been... I don't know, a wild and crazy year. It's probably been the, the cra- one of the craziest ones I've seen. But um, let's let's just head right over to the matchup. Let's get a, a deep dive into this. Um, first, let's take a look at their rosters. Um, 
I don't know if they've got them both set yet. Probably enough anyway. Let's take a look. So we got, let's start with the Falcons. Uh, he's got Jalen Hurts in his lineup right now. Uh, running backs, he's got Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, Chris Carson. Why not? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Wide receivers, Keenan Allen. I guess you'll, you'll have to keep an eye on him if he's, if he's playing or not. Uh, and I, I think he should, but Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, Logan Thomas as his tight end, and Mark Andrews, so he's running two tight ends this week. And the Miami Dolphins defense against the Raiders. And then on the Packers side, he's got Aaron Rodgers as quarterback, David Montgomery, J.D. McKissick as the two running backs, wide receivers, uh, Jacoby Myers, Devontae Adams, uh, Allen Robinson, Curtis Samuel, Adam Thielen. His tight end is Evan Ingram and Pittsburgh's defense going against the Indianapolis Colts. Um, let's see, any key guys on the bench here? We got... Looks like he's got Fournette on the bench. Michael Thomas, obviously, on IR, so he's going to lose him for the for this game. Uh, that's for the Packers. Uh, Falcons, yeah, he, he did decide to throw. He threw Tyler Boyd on the bench, but if he got hurt last year, that's probably last week, that's probably a smart move. He's probably not going to play this week. So, yeah, I mean, I think he's got, I think these guys got their lineup set up pretty well. I mean, I don't know that there's going to be much changing from this. Um, what we see here. So projection-wise has the Falcons at 169.2 to the Packers at 160.2. So showing a close game. I think both of these teams do match up fairly well. Uh, and I think a lot of it will depend on the Aaron Rodgers-Devontae uh, Adams combination, to be quite honest. Um, typically when those two guys can score 55, 60-plus points, uh, Matt has a very, very good chance to win and pull it out when they don't. Um, not that he can't win with that happening, but when that doesn't, it gives the other team just a shot. And and I think that's really what this is going to come down to. Now, I think Jared's team is pretty well stacked. I mean, he's got his guys have been pretty consistent. So if they can continue to be consistent, I think even if those two go off, he still has a shot to win. I mean, he's averaging almost averaging 170 a week here the last few weeks so but uh let's i wanted to take this time we got our two title game players let's just go a little bit of the history their history in the league we'll start with Matt uh he's, his team choice is the Packers we we actually when we started this league in 2012 uh i i kind of thought well what's the easiest way to kind of keep track of teams and, and who owns teams, because I know a lot of leagues, you can just create whatever names you want. People change them from one week, you know, year to the next. Uh, I thought, let's do an NFL theme. We all just pick either our favorite NFL team that we like or just uh, pick a team that's not being used, per se. But And, and it's worked out for us. I mean, it, it helps me to be able to keep track of who's who and who's been added to the league and things like that. We've had some teams change names over the course of the years, but I think overall it, it actually helps me to be able to kind of put everything together and know what's what, to be honest. So, yeah, Matt joined in the inaugural season. He was one of the original uh, players in the league that we brought in, 2012. And so he's been solid. I know he plays a lot of fantasy sports. I don't I don't know if he does any of the other sports, basketball or baseball or anything like that, but... I know he's he does play in a lot of other leagues besides this one. Um, 
He has been in one other title game in 2014. That was in the third season of the league. Uh, he lost that title game to Robert 169.55 to 162.6. Uh, let's see, what else about Matt over his uh, history here in the Kick-Ass Fantasy Football League? He has an 11-2 record, which is tied for the best record in the league history with Josh and Michael. Uh, uh, both of those guys, all three of those guys are the only three owners teams that have had 11 and two records. Uh, Matt did it in the seventh season in 2017. Uh, Josh did his in, in the second season. Uh, that would be 2013. And uh, Michael did his in season five. So 2016, I think it was. Okay. Yeah. 2016. So um, this will be Matt's fourth uh, playoff appearance in the nine years of the fantasy football league. He has one second-place finish and two-thirds in those four playoff appearances. Well, I guess three previously, so this will be this will be the four, so we'll see how he... He can't do worse than second. He could, you know. Um, and this is his fourth straight winning season. He's had four straight seasons with a winning record. And seven winning seasons of the nine total possible seasons played. So, you know, Matt's been a formidable player. He uh, always drafts pretty solid teams. And, um, you know, maybe he's due for a title. But he's facing what, you know, I think we've joked with him before and I've kind of maybe given him this title <laughs> with a couple other guys in the league. I, I, I've been calling Jared the uh, our Bill Belichick of this fantasy football league because let me tell you, this resume that uh, I'm going to run down for Jared is pretty impressive. I mean, he's got to be one of the single uh, toughest opponents in the league. Um you know, he's done things with some teams that, you know, make you scratch your head. Maybe it's luck. I don't know. Maybe if it happened once or twice, I'd say it's luck. But, I, he, you know, he evidently knows what he's doing because he puts together the right team. He puts the right players in the right positions, and he seems to dominate. So, Jared joined this league in the second season. We had a guy leave after the first. Uh, he jumped in. That was in 2013. Um, Jared has been in four title games in 2015, 2017, 2018, and 2019. So if you're paying attention to that correctly, this is Jared's fourth straight title game and his fifth in eight years. And he's only been in the league, he's been in the league eight years. So five of the eight years he's been in, he's been in a title game and, and now four straight. So 17, 18, 19, and 20, he'll be in the championship game. Won titles in 2015 and 2018. Um, now, the 2015 season, a lot of people thought it was a fluke. He ended up with three first-round draft picks, and let me explain how that happened. We were actually a keeper league the first uh, two seasons of the league. For whatever reason, we decided to, to get rid of it. There were, we had some issues with a few owners and how the, the keepers and things working. And so we decided to ditch the keeper aspect and do redraft every year. Well, on the rules, uh, I failed to remove the rule where you could trade draft picks. So for that one season, which was kind of the last season coming out of the keepers, we still allowed the draft picks to be traded. And we probably shouldn't have, but nobody noticed it until late in the league, in the season. And I, you know, kind of dropped the ball on that one. But to be fair, you know, they were 
they were eligible to be traded as assets in the app and on ESPN. So I allowed it. So he basically had three first-round picks that following year. And, of course, well, he won the title. Now, that wasn't his best season, I'll, I'll tell you that. Even though he won the title, I think he had like an 8-5 and five record. Uh, two of his first-round picks were complete busts. Um, I think one of them got injured. One of them just didn't didn't do anything that season. I I can't. I'd have to go back and look and see what they were. I I honestly can't remember. But so you know, I really don't look at that season as. Uh, I mean, he actually had to make some moves to to win that title. So you, you can say he had three first round picks, but you know, it's it's what you do with those picks. And I think he actually had to probably manage that team better. There was probably more pressure on that team to win it since he had three titles than any of the other ones he's done. So, um, Jared also had 11-2 and two record, uh, which we talked about earlier. Gosh. Oh, I guess I only had Josh and Michael listed under Matt's name. Uh, Jared also has an 11-2 record. So there's four guys that have 11-2 and two records uh, in, this, uh, in this league. He did it actually last year, 2019, season 8. So he tied Josh from season two, Michael from season five, and Matt from season seven, all with eleven and two records. That's the highest or the best win loss record in the league to date. Uh, this is uh, Jared will be Jared's sixth straight playoff appearance, which if that's not impressive enough, uh, he's only been in the league eight years. His first two uh, years in the league, um, he had losing seasons, if you can believe that. Uh, just trying to get his feet wet. And then, and actually, I think I have uh, listed here. Yeah, his okay. So his first two seasons, check this out. He went a combined nine and seventeen, nine wins, seventeen losses. That was his first two seasons. Then after that, so his remaining six seasons, his playoff run started after that. He's gone fifty-three and twenty-five. So I mean, think about that. You know, nine and seventeen in your first two years, and then six years straight where you've only got eight more losses than what you had in your first two seasons, and a lot of and a lot of winning to show for it. He has two titles, two second place, and a third place finish in this league. So, yeah, he's uh, definitely a player to uh, to fear uh, in the league. He's uh, you know, last year, I want to say he picked up a running back from the New York Jets. Uh, Bilal Powell, I believe, is the guy, and he threw him in there in the championship game, and the guy, like, went off for 20-some-odd points, and he ended up winning the championship. I mean, it's it's those kinds of things that, um, you know, that he that he can pull off. And it's it's another thing, I guess, that could happen if he ends up winning this title. He's going to be the first back-to-back champion uh he'll also be the first three-time champion so we haven't had anybody repeat and we haven't had actually you know what i take that back i misspoke he did not win the title last year that was robert that won the title so he he cannot go back to back i i misspoke there i got a little ahead of myself looking at those those numbers let me take a look maybe i maybe i typed it wrong but yeah, so anyway, he'll become the first uh third um okay, yeah. No, he yeah. He did not win. Yeah, he was 11 and 2, but he did not win the title last year. So yeah, it was 2018. Um his last time he won. 2015 and 2018. So, yeah, that was my bad. I misspoke. So, 
But yeah, he'll be the first three-time champion uh, if he does win it. Matt could be uh, an- add another title uh, owner to the to the trophy. That would make us with, I think, five different owners would have titles at that point. So, you know, I always like to see new guys get the title. Um, but what Jared's done is pretty impressive, and, you know, you can't argue with that. So... Now it's time for me to make my pick. So, and I know that both these guys are probably going to cringe on this because they're going to feel like he just jinxed me no matter what happened. But looking at these two teams, I honestly, I think it's going to be close, but I I honestly cannot see anybody other than Jared winning this thing. I think he's going to probably take this. He's going to get his third title. Um... And it's it's going to be crazy, you know. And then we're going to next year we're going to be trying to beat him down and see keep him from winning another one. So, um, but that's what keeps us coming back and playing. It's it's I love it. It's good competitiveness. It's you know we have a really good group of guys in this league. I think that has just enough competition to keep everybody on their toes. I mean, you know, I've had a few close ones. I haven't been in that many title games but i mean i've i've been in a couple championship games i've been in the playoffs a handful of times i do have seasons like this year where injuries just seem to destroy my team but i don't have the kind of run that that he's had and i haven't won a title in this league i mean i've been in two title games and feel like i should have won both but my team let me down in both championship games so you know it's like i said you can say it's luck you can say whatever it is but uh, somehow he finds a way to just get it done so He's the Bill Belichick of the Kick-Ass Fantasy Football League. And uh, I want to wish both of those guys best of luck. And, you know, I think I think Jared's going to pull it off. Let's touch base on the consolation game. There's going to be, this one's going to determine who's the third place winner. And they're going to take home some money too. So this one's going to feature the Tennessee Titans and the LA Raiders. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders, my bad. Uh, let's go with the Titans. He's got Deshaun Watson as his quarterback. Uh, Alvin Kamara, Devin Singletary are the running backs. Uh, wide receivers, Nelson Aguilar, Michael Gallup, uh, T.Y. Hilton, Kiki QT, uh, D.J. Moore. Noah Fant is the tight end. And the Chicago Bears defense. Over on the Raiders side, he's got Justin Herbert, James Robinson, Jeff Wilson Jr. and Miles Gaskins. He's starting to get some of these guys back healthy. A little too, little too late, but, you know, he's he's getting some of these guys back in here. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Deontay Johnson, A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin are his wide receivers. Travis Kelsey, the tight end. Cleveland's defense for him. I, I really do like Michael's team. I, I kind of feel bad for him. You know, Christian McCaffrey could just never get healthy and play. I mean, guys play like two games all year. I mean, that completely sucks. I feel for him because I know I was in the same boat. I had no Saquon the whole entire season. But at least I didn't have him just sitting in my IR and, and the hope and the and the thought that he's going to come back and perform and play, possibly help me win this thing. You know, at least I cut him loose and I, I knew what I had. McCaffrey, you're just, you were just kind of hoping and praying that he kept coming back. He'd come back. He'd come back next week. Nope, never would do it. Raheem Mostar, same thing. He was on and off, on and off. But when he played, he was good. But when he he'd get hurt and he'd be gone for two, three weeks at a clip, so I kind of feel bad there. But he does have a getting a he did get a few of these guys back. Miles Gaskins back in there. He's been solid. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. was pretty solid when he played. So um, 
Looking at the projections here, yeah, Michael's projected to pretty much mop the floor here, 167.9 to 143.4. Uh, Michael's been one of the highest scoring teams in the league for at least the last six weeks, uh, averaging about 161.70. Uh, again, he just had a he had a down week last week. It's, it's one of those things. I, I really thought he would win this thing. It just didn't happen for him. Uh, but yeah, I think he's going to take this third place game. I really do. Uh, I think he just has a little bit more firepower than what John can roll out there. So unfortunate for John T. Got the one seed. He may not even place. Uh, to get any money other than his division division title. So, you know, there we have it. Um, I, I want to congratulate all these guys for a great season. Everybody in the league, uh, you know, it seems like every every year these guys come back and we just keep doing it, and I can't, I can't thank them enough for being the competitors that they are because, you know, it's... I never thought that we'd have this league going for 12 years or 10 years, but that next year will be the 10th year. It's pretty crazy. So uh, that's all I got for this week. We're going to have one more episode this season of this. Um, it'll be the championship recap, and um, then we'll sign off until next year. So I hope you guys all enjoyed it, and we'll be back next week for the last championship recap. That's all I got, guys. Commish out. Commish out.